Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Room 903. Thank y'all for coming through once again. Thank y'all for coming through for the first time. If this is your first time, uh, appreciate y'all for coming back. Know that last week we took an impromptu break. Um, Cause life. Don't worry about it. My friend. Anyways, uh, I'm here. It's your host, Normal. I'm here. Big Steph in the building with the fellas. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Kick Nick. The Saint, a.k.a. Saint Nick. <laughs> it don't matter which one you call me. They both be the same thing. How y'all doing? In this hey, hey, my head looks like a car grill. It's cool. It's cool. It's a sexy car, girl. This is Jason not in the building. Ready to get started. All right. Guys, how was your week? Or week? Eventful. Man, Eventful. I can't complain. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty chill. You know, just another week. Make it a <laughs> right. day. Just another week. Yeah, Super busy, man. Super busy. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, this week for Niggas and Flies, um, I'm going to hit y'all with two. The first one, uh, fuck Sony and Target and Best Buy and Walmart and GameStop and every oh, other <laughs> every other place. That has that has been carrying the PS5, but has been carrying it in limited quality quantities, and ain't trying to let me and the other people get their PS5. All right, y'all need to step up your bot shit, yeah, your bot security because the bots were buying all of the shit. You need to limit people if you know that you have a limited quantity. You don't need to be letting people buy four and five PS5 so they can resell them on StockX. Fuck all that shit. And give me my PS5. <laughs> How much are the PS5s? Um, digital edition is four ninety nine. Uh, disc edition is five ninety nine. I just lost two arteries just now. Speaking of those prices, um, oh gosh, that's a lot of money. I, I don't give a fuck, bro. Okay, I, I, I already I already put the money up. I already have the money. Okay, me and my lady, we already have the money. We've been wanting this PS5. We want it. See, this is why I always say I can't get a new uh, system within, like, the first, like, mo- few months of it releasing because you, you have issues like this. They're running out of pre-orders or bugs yep. and stuff. It's like... I might as well I might just... Might as well just wait for them to fix everything with all the people who you know want to spend all their cash, right? And just yeah. wait for it, you know, to come down, you know, uh, you know, about thirty dollars, you know, just thirty dollars back, you know, so save some. See, see I feel you. More times than not, I feel you. But you see, I'm running on a limited time window uh, to transfer over my GTA character with all of his money and assets. And I got that shit, man. I worked too hard on him. I right? worked too hard. 
work too hard. Also, I want it. I, I work hard. I work hard as hell every day that I have to go to work. I work hard as shit. I'm sweating, busting my ass. I deserve this. I, I put the money away. I want it. And now I'm going to have to wait until Black Friday, probably. I don't but see I'm, an issue with that. Respect. <laughs> All right. Now, on a more serious note for our niggas and flies, um, I want to highlight Ellis County. Um, Ellis County here in Texas. It's actually where around the place that I live. Um, Ellis County has a black constable by the name of Curtis Polk Jr. He's 42. Um, Curtis is Constable Polk is the only elected official in Ellis County that has to share an office with somebody else. But that is not the egregious thing that has really hit him, put Ellis County on the niggas and flies list. Uh, the egregious thing is across the way from his makeshift office, because it's not really an office, he's in the basement of the courthouse sharing in a work area with the deputies. Um, there is a sign, a segregation era Negro sign for where the water fountain used to be for Negroes only. Okay. So every day he goes to work to get to do anything in his office, he has to walk past that sign. If he's sitting in his office and he turns around, he has to see that sign. And the judge, the judge said that it's not political or there's no political or racial motivation, but they refuse to remove the sign. I, and it's not like it's something like protruding off the wall or sticking off the wall. It's not like it's ironwork or anything like that. It would be as easy as just paint. Painting over this. So, yeah, that's it's amazing how you know just some white people just don't understand, you know, that <laughs> some, of the, some of this stuff was like only fifty years ago, right. and I don't know. It's it's mind-boggling how some will just be so absent-minded about certain things and just not. That's all I gotta say about that. That's, that's stupid. It's trash. Um, and for that, you know, we're going to Ellis County uh, in specific. And if we're going to use one person to represent Ellis County, uh, Judge Todd Little, fuck you. Because you know what you're doing right now. Y'all know better, and y'all acting like y'all, y'all acting like y'all real innocent right now, but y'all not. And what they do? They put him in the office. Which is very unfortunate. And like, just 
Yeah. It's it's bullshit. Anywho, um, let's go ahead and jump into what's on the refrigerator, fellas. All right, guys. So, check this out. So, some things we just got to obviously go over. Little postings on the refrigerator. So, uh, with the whole uh, uh, election past, um, or at least the presidential election, the thing that's been completely taking over social media, television, just everything. Now that, you know, that has died down just a little bit, we can kind of get back into, you know, some uh, more important things, uh, such as dealing with a whole pandemic that we're in. Um, right. And so one of our news uh, coming today uh, is uh, from New Orleans. So Mardi Gras uh, is actually canceled uh, for 2021. Um, the uh, city spokesman, uh, Bo uh, Tidwell, um, mentioned uh, this uh, coming on Tuesday. Uh, said the city uh, has always had a gathering of about two fifty or more, two hundred fifty or more, um, but right now it's not permitted under those guidelines. You know, of course, with Corona, you know, everyone trying to keep six feet. And you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen pictures or been to you know Mardi Gras and just crazy and wild it can get, but yeah, a lot of that doesn't doesn't really uh, follow, you know, safe distancing. Not safe, but social distancing, right? You know, a lot of people, uh, they were kind of caught off guard about this. You know, obviously 2020 bleeding into 2021 already. Um, seems, it seems like uh, every day seems more and more like we can't get away from this, this crazy uh, year. Um, but, you know, hopefully... They, everything will kind of die down so that, you know, hey, come 2022, maybe we'll be um, on and popping back, you know, with the shenanigans. In other news, so we got the MBA here. Um, finna begin a wild week. Uh, the Lakers uh, are looking to make a trade with OKC Dennis Schroeder. Uh, uh, it's looking like we... Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, of course, <laughs> being the NBA champions, um, you know, uh, they decided to really shake things up, right? Uh, because as, as we know, uh, the draft is, is coming up. Um, and the, in order to get Dennis Schroeder, the Lakers decided that they're going to give away um, Danny Green and their number 28 pick on Wednesday's draft. Um, they really, so they really had picked up a dynamic guard. He did pretty well. Um, I believe in the postseason, uh, came off the uh, bench, averaging about eighteen. Uh, so, wait, wait, are we are we only talking about Laker acquisitions, or are we talking about everybody? Because uh, right now, Brooklyn. right now, right now we're talking about uh, more so Laker because uh, they. It looks like that with uh, that them being Laker. the champ. No, no, no. Y'all talking about Lakers acquisition because y'all. Outnumber me as Lakers fan. Fuck no. That. That's what I was not saying, Chill out. I was <laughs> saying if, if he's not going to bring up the other trades, I have one of them. Okay. Because because well, <laughs> I was actually going to start saying, um, yeah. So uh, we looked at uh, Danny Green, right? Uh, he's getting traded uh, for uh, this guy who, which is funny, he was actually the first uh, player that they actually signed after they tried to get Kawhi. 
Um, but they didn't obviously get that. And of course, <laughs> with Green making or not making the shot, uh, not looking too good. Uh, Wednesday, though, uh, just a little bit more of the draft. Looks like Golden State uh, is armed themselves with their uh, number two pick on Wednesday. You know, obviously, they still got that healthy backcourt with Steph and Clay. You know, so they got a good, good sizable um, trade expectation coming out. Uh, we got the Denver Nuggets. Um, they have the pieces to acquire um, a top star, uh, as well as the Clippers, uh, who are fueled with the sting of the last season's failure with, of course, uh, losing to um, – y'all know who, but – Denver. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I couldn't say it was – I'm trying to keep composure here. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the, the Clippers are looking to uh, get some stuff after uh, the failure – after even after they got quiet, it's, that's, I think that's just hilarious to me. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks and even the Brooklyn Nets. I hear that uh, I don't know or not, but it does appear that uh, James Harden might just be going to Brooklyn uh, with uh, Kyrie and uh, Kevin uh, Durant. Uh, so definitely going to be uh, excited about uh, that. See what where we're going with that. Honestly, um, that sounds like a pretty, pretty stellar team. What y'all think about that? Or a uh, uh, stellar trio? Um, I am more concerned about the Chris Paul to uh, Phoenix. Yeah, that that's going to be great, especially for uh, the young man, Devin Booker. Um because truthfully, yo, he's a star. He just needed he needed that those that piece. Honestly, he really needed that piece. Yeah, I mean, I th I think it's just I think it's another thing about um when it comes to what's his name um Anthony Davis or even um oh, what's his name off, off the next uh Knicks I, I can't think of him uh the Knicks right now uh he he just he just got traded. As, as he should have been years ago. Uh, it's escaping me right now. Uh, uh, it's not, I think, um, whatever. Uh, he, he, was, he was just on the Knicks for a long, 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 long time. And, but I think it's, it's, it's just one of those instances like that where, yeah, they, they're a star player and they're really good. It's just, at, I mean, it's it's still a team sport, regardless. So he he's, he needs that star power help, and unfortunately, you know, you don't have a lot of uh, star power on the Phoenix. So um, hopefully, with Chris Paul, you know, Devin Booker uh, will definitely get some more. I mean, he'll just he'll just get some help, just some more help. Yeah. Um, but who else is on there outside of Chris Paul and Devin Booker? Exactly. Well, you got DeAndre Ayton. Um, Else. You see how long it's taking y'all to answer? <laughs> I mean, they got it's a lost cause at this point for both Chris Paul they, and his career. It is not. Don't 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 do I that. Don't think, I don't think it's a lost cause. I just think it's a lost cause. I just think he just, he just needs to get with a good center or even a small forward. I'll be completely honest. DeAndre yeah. Ayton is going to be that guy. Okay, who are their defenders? 
DeAndre Aiden. That's it. Um, look, I no here. I, okay, I don't know all of the players that are well, here's on. My thing. Here's my thing. I think Chris Paul screwed himself over by going there. Here's the reason why. He's been in the league for what, 15, 16 years now. I mean, and that wasn't. That's not his fault though. He got traded. I, I'm just, just hear me out. He's been in the league for 15, 16 years, right? Uh, on top of that, he has gone to caliber teams but could not make it over the hump. Now, he doesn't want to ring chase, which I respect very much. So, But he wants to be in a position where he can at least earn something. Phoenix is not the where, not the place to go. I mean, I understand he got traded. I'm I can't not sure argue with that. I'm not sure if he requested a trade or not. I don't know. However, um, OKC was not a good fit for him, me personally. Um, I honestly don't think um, the Phoenix Suns is a good place. However, if he did have his way and he did get traded, the place that he could go that will make everything better for his career is go back to the Clippers. That's – I mean, that was – you know, I'm not. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think that uh, as long as as long as Kawhi is there, I think oh that that's definitely a good a good. Uh, First of all, their system. Uh, yeah. Oh well, Doc Rivers is gone. So, but yeah. even then, you still got Paul George. You still got Kawhi. I'm not sure Patrick Beverly is still there. You uh, still Patrick got. Uh, Beverly is look. It's looking like Patrick Beverly might get dealed away. All I'm right. Because sure they they um, they are trying Kawhi to is still there. I think. The Morris boy, uh, Morris brother is still there. So Marty they got Morris. people. I think it's Markeith. I don't think Mar it might be Markeith. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but it's one of the Morris. And a, having Chris Paul in the mix of all of that. Oh, yeah. Coming, yeah, listen, he could have done way, way better if he had he got traded there or gone there. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. Um, and it might just be, unless he goes somewhere in the next two or three years or whatever to a high caliber team, it's a slim to none chance for him to make it anywhere. Uh, when it comes to range, um, and I just wish him the best of luck at this point. Damn. I mean, no, I'm not trying to be like, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, it's real. Phoenix, they made the finals in like 25 years. Like, come on. You're right. But, uh, I mean, look, they aren't a team to be scoffed at. They went 8-0 in the bubble. True. So, I don't know. Personally, I think Great pickup. I think it's an opportunity for Devin Booker to really get some uh, buckets. Yeah, because I mean, look, Devin Booker can get hot real fast. Besides, I know a lot of people are expecting this repeat of the Lakers, but which we uh, highly expect. Uh, yeah, of course. And I y'all, I hear y'all, I hear y'all, Lakers fans talking and everything, but um. Remember, Clay and Steph are back this season. That is so true. Yikes. Tough. <laughs> tough. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. They are back. But let's, let's be so serious funny. here. 
Well, who else they got? No, no, no. Okay, can I, can I, can I get this one? Can I get this one, Steph? Can I get this one? Go ahead, dog. You got okay, it. Okay. So I was looking at first take when they were talking about this, right? Um, who was a big contender to go against the Lakers? And they brought up um, if they were healthy, Boston, Milwaukee, and the Heat, right? And, yeah. and Stephen which, A was like, which, which, real quick, real quick, John. Let me just say this before um, before you keep going. I think that it's real fucked up that people are already counting out the Heat, like they. No, I'm this. not. I'm not. Sorry, Jimmy Bucket still exists. Yeah, and Tyler Hero is the man. Yeah. Tyler Hero is the man. Don't sleep on Tyler Hero. I am so sorry about that. Now, going back, uh, Stephen A was basically saying the closest chance for people to to knock off the Lakers was Milwaukee, Boston, uh, Brooklyn, and somebody else. I cannot remember. But he said, but ladies and gentlemen, did we forget that Steph Clay, uh, Steph and Clay uh, still exist? Keep in mind, they're fully healthy. And they still got Draymond Green. And they got Wiggins. And they got a second or first. Uh, and they got a top draft pick. Yeah. And, y'all, and y'all sitting here telling me that the Lakers have a chance to, to just knock them off? And he yes. was like, they're the greatest shooting, uh, you know, his saying backcourt in the history of the NBA, which I absolutely agree. They're I mean, the and they, nobody. They I can't to disagree with on that because it's like we're mm-hmm. watching. We watch them go off. The fact that Clay has a what is it, twenty-seven point quarter, and that's not even his best quarter. Yeah, he had a thirty-seven. Is it thirty-seven? Yeah, it was thirty-seven in a quarter. He broke the record, and. Yeah. In third, in the third quarter, he almost dropped forty. You guys, are you guys kidding me? You're kidding me, right? And then in one, in one game, he dropped sixty with only twelve dribbles. Twelve dribbles out of out of a out of a, basically an hour game. You only dribbled the ball twelve times and dropped sixty. Just catch and shoot. Like it's your clockwork at this point. Again, I am not counting my Lakers out. However. They're going to have a game plan. They better have a game plan. They better. The only game plan you need is stop the three. No. You you have to realize. You have to realize. Who's going to keep chasing Steph and Clay around? A three. Stop the three. Like, you have a a good perimeter defense. Okay. You keep it in. You keep it inside. What do you mean? How you put your you put your, no, some no, of your you best perimeter defenders yeah. on on the people? What do you mean? You're watching the Josh. same basketball as me and John, right? Yeah, yes, I'm watching the same basketball, Let's bro. No, it, it's, 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 it's not as hard as y'all. It's not as hard as y'all think it is. I'm not saying Josh. It's not as hard as y'all think it is. And and I appreciate your opinion on this matter. And I'm not questioning your basketball IQ or history. Let me get that clear. However, in five years, the Warriors has won three chips. And? In 17 years, LeBron has won four. And? What I'm saying is the team that he is on right now, who is honestly going to slow down Steph? On the roster right now, name him, please. Danny Green's gone. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. 
I'm not I'm not keen on on, on the uh, per se the Lakers defense, but I know it's it's not it's, it's really not as hard as y'all y'all make it out to be. It's really just focus, it, it, it's just it. focusing it's just focusing on defense. Okay, but you, especially you, more like like you, no 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 you you guys ask what is they gotta have a game plan right? The plan okay. is to 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 gain a good perimeter defense. It, it's 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 not about oh this is gonna be like like no like I get that yes it's not saying it's gonna be easy. I say it's gonna be the easiest thing in the world to to beat them, but I am saying that all you you really have to do is have a decent enough perimeter defense. That's it. Decent it, enough? Not with the best you, shooting. If, 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 you, if you stop, if you can stop Curry and Clay's three, they have to bring it inside. Otherwise, you're yes. gonna keep raining in threes. So the and more you bring it inside, the, clo- the, the 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 less the less chance you have of them actually getting away with them raining threes on you. Keep that perimeter okay. defense in, make it an inside game. But here's the problem with that, Josh. Here's the problem. How are you defending the three when the three is coming from ten feet away from the three point line? Well, you just, you just got you just got to be ready. You ha- and you and feet he, away from he, the he does line. not he do, see y'all act like he, he he's always making those shots. He's not always taking those shots. He only takes those shots if he if he sees that he has it and he has the time. Curry's a quick shot. So the, and the you key gotta close to messing up a quick, quick shot. shot. You got to close out on that quick shot. Exactly. You're close LeBron, You're asking LeBron and AD to try to close out on that quick shot because they are the best defensive players on the Lakers. That's what then you're that, asking. Then that, then that means you, you, you build up more defensive players or – during our time now, right during this draft, you start actually you start trying to pick up defenders, right? Because they're try- they got Dennis because they want to take uh, the playmaking off of LeBron, right? Take the playmaking off of LeBron. Why so he can focus more so on other aspects of his game uh, versus him just always uh, trying to uh, get get a good shot or get a good look or just playmaking, right? Now you can focus on other things, and you got your you got two about two to three. Uh, good uh, offensive people. Uh, ho- hopefully, they keep uh, Davis because he's coming up on free agency. But you keep Davis. Oh, yeah. You keep um, LeBron, obviously. <laughs> and then, Bo- and then Bo- you got if you, we got Dennis. So that's that's three decent, good scores. Three good playmakers. At this point, we have to. It's, it's just about focusing on defense. Get, get good defensive players. We lost Danny Green, but that means we need to get a better defensive player because clearly he wasn't that good if if we traded for, for somebody else. Like, if you can get traded uh, after your, your postseason, like, it's it's over. And, and don't say – and don't say – or he didn't – no. After he lost that that uh, that uh thing, yeah, no. It was – or he, he – that, that shot, it was over. I'm sorry. He was he – was, homie was getting traded. Come on, y'all. Y'all expect him to make everything. Like, I'm not expecting to make everything, but – like it's like, but it's like not expecting Jr. to actually, you know, go to the actual goal and actually play the game. No, I don't expect to make everything, but that I damn sure expect him to make some. He didn't do I, nothing and still got one. Hey man, listen, y'all leave Jr. Smith alone. No, no, <laughs> bro. no, because the ring, bro. because you can you cannot do a play like you did last last year, or rather on the Cavs. With LeBron, and then come on our Lakers just so you can get a damn ring. 
It's, it's not. It's, it's not happening. No, yeah, but, happen like that. but here's the thing, though. LeBron asked for him to come. Okay, Jr. Smith would not have a job if it was not for LeBron. Okay, so so he, so he so he fronting for his homie. That's great. I mean, I would get y'all uh, Negroes a job too if I was able to. But I mean, that's just because we that's because we friends. And we're not denying that Jr. is a good player. I mean, again, this takes another rain. This takes an, another set of playmaking just just away from LeBron for a minute. Like we we have other scorers. So this is why I said it's it's about defense at this point. We can't we can't be afraid of of uh, Golden State because it's clear that look they can be beaten. Because guess what? They even make it regardless if 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 Steph was there or not. So clearly, if we stop him and stop Clay, they ain't got nothing. Like we've already seen we've already seen that happen. Why? Because him but and Clay healthy. were gone. They're healthy now. Yes, what do you mean? They're healthy. And they're healthy now, which means now we have to focus on stopping them. And because cause clearly they're the bulk of their offense. And you okay. saw that. And they're going to be training. Yes, that means we need to start working on our defense now. Because they're not, they're not going to take, take the offensive pressure off of what, what, what their faces are. Because guess what? They're back. And now they're going to try and take them up, take them high. I feel like you're just hating, Josh. I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm just saying that it's all you have to do is focus on what's it called. Definitely, you're definitely discounting their what, ability. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not discounting their ability. I'm. I'm saying it's because I'm not discounting their ability. That I'm saying focus on defense because once you focus on defense and stop that three, like, like you really, you really kind of take the bulk of of their of their points because okay. all their points are made off of what the, the three so josh you're talking about them like they can't shoot they can shoot the two just as good as they can shoot the three that's they, fine but you get they, people, you people move away i know you i know you guys have all played 2k and every time so like people start shooting the three whether it be don't say it or not once someone starts shooting that three like it's real easy for them to pull away from you. Or once your team starts shooting that three, it's real easy for y'all to start pulling away because y'all y'all have that extra point. Then y'all people are flabbergasted because they, they don't know what to do because you keep raining threes. But you stop that three, you you turn it into an inside game. Turn it into the game that you want to play. That, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not trying to discredit their ability. I'm just saying that if they for a strategy, if the strategy is stop the defense, stop, get on the perimeter, get some defenders on that perimeter, close, close them out, turn it into an inside game. Okay, make them ha make them have to settle for that for those two points. Make make them make them uh, get the uh, those. Don't let them take those high percentage shots. One of them is Curry's three pointer. But moving on. Um, okay. So uh, la last thing on the fridge is we have uh, Mr. Fox, Michael J. Fox to be exact. Um, he is announcing his second retirement uh, due to some health issues. Um, so right now he is experiencing uh, Parkinson's uh, disease. Um, it is getting worse. He was diagnosed with it about 29. Um, 
uh, years of age. He's a thirty year. He's a he's thirty years and eight now Emmy uh, nominations. Um, I mean, he, he he's just the guy. But uh, in a uh, interview in a in a letter, he's mentioned he said that there is a time for everything, and my time putting a twelve hour workday memorizing uh, pages of dialogue is best behind me. Um, he continues to say that at least for now, um, as he enters his second retirement, um, it could change. So basically, you know, he could maybe um, pull a whole Kobe, uh, RIP to the GOAT, um, and just come back because uh, he says everything changes. Um, but in the end, if this is the end of his career, he said that he is fine with it. And he explains that all um, in his uh, most recent. That's going to be all we got today for what's on the refrigerator. All right. All right. And uh, all right. See you one sec. All right. Um, well, now we're going to get into some couch talk then. Um, so I wanted to drop like a question on y'all. I mean, I wanted to talk to y'all about something. Um, I was listening to one of the podcasts that I usually listen to while I'm at work and everything. And a question came up. Or, I mean, rather, a subject came up in the podcast where they were talking about music and everything. Basically, um, how, stu- how a lot of music has become soulless in a way and what I mean by that is it's this music some of the music that we're listening to these days some of the music that's produced these days it doesn't give you anything it doesn't make you feel anything it doesn't make it doesn't move you right mm-hmm. and I was also thinking about that in the sense of like all forms of art because in my head art is well, art is subjective and everything like that one of the objects of art is to convey your soul's work onto whatever medium you choose to convey it on and I guess so I, I wanted to pose the question to y'all you know where do you stand on soulless art rather or rather what makes the art soulful to you versus it just being like a cash grab or something well it depends on who you're talking to yeah I would agree um I I think I don't know because soul well yeah, I think it would depend on who you're talking to. Um, but then again, I feel like there's, I feel like that there's a, a distinct universal, like, I guess, soul feeling. Like, for instance, like, so, like there are certain people um, who, can, who can start singing and you just can hear, like, oh, like, you got some soul in you, right? Uh, like a lot of people will say, um, 
What's her face? Uh, I believe it's is it is it Avril uh, Lavigne? I think it's Avril Lavigne. But uh, some people would say you know she got some soul. Some people would say um, Robin Thicke got some soul, right? Or Timberlake, uh, Usher, all all, the, all these people. So it it really just just depends on the particular tastes and just what you know you like. Yeah, when I hear the word soul, the first thing I think about is Black people saying this. Um, uh, But it's all subjective to me because when you say soul, are you talking about the passion of the music or the talent of the music? Because that will uh, differentiate, you know, what you're like saying. Personally, I think music is music. It can touch whomever. However, it doesn't have to be all like message driven, um, even though that is a very important part of music, I think. Um, it's just, you know, music is just the way of living <laughs> pretty much. I don't necessarily mean like the substance or anything like that. Because really, I think that you can have music that has soul with it that does not have the most substance to it. Right? Uh-huh. So, for example, right, um, to me, I'm speaking on my own, but to me, uh, Future's Dirty Sprite 2 is a national treasure. It is a classic album. I I will be 40 years old yelling at the top of my lungs when Thought It Was a Drought came on. I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip-flops. I will still be singing that song in that point. But that no, no part of that, that album really has the substance to me that, like a damn has or like a for your eyes only has. Yes, for your eyes. Yeah. But anything but, dealing with J. Cole to me, the way he presents himself is a message. Yeah. Well see that's 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 always been J. Cole's thing though. Um like I'm like saying a message. even even when it was like this like the same type of uh music in hood hood type just I don't know. I, I guess like I don't want to say like gangster rap because he's not really like a gangster rapper, but like I, I think he, y'all know what I'm uh, kind of talking about, like that a really hard type type rap stuff. Hard right? lyrics. Yeah. So even 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 Cole Cole did that back the back in the day, but even still, like his still had like a message behind it. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when I when I'm talking about as far as like something with soul with it, um, it's more of a feeling. Right, it's more of a of an emotion that that music elicits to you. It tells you something like, "Hey, this artist gave me more than just I'm trying to get I'm trying to get paid off this shit." Right, mm-hmm. and and that could be anything from like. Me and Josh always used to joke that Future is the person that he says he is in his songs. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it could be something like that, or it could be something or like um, more like with a message or a soul. Or, I mean, or a feel to it. But the feeling is there. The feeling like you know that you're you're listening to something that's like going to be there for you for a while. That's mm-hmm. more that's more so what I mean when I say, you know, does music have soul the art have soul to it. Or another example. Um, so, you know, we all know reality TV. We all know love and hip hop and uh, whatever the fuck else type of reality TV shows that come out and everything. Uh, that that stuff that those shows and everything, as far as art goes for TV shows and things like that, that does not have the same feel to me as like a show like uh, I don't know The Wire or um, Atlanta. No, something that's like art imitating life in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we know what those shows are for. But we still got, you know, people still watching, people are still enjoying them and stuff like that. But they also, you're not going to go back and watch the last season of any reality show. Not you, right? Not seriously, man. You right. So, I and and, that, and that's what I mean. Like, what does it take to have the soul in the art? Like, is it intention? Like, does it have to be an intentional thing? Is it something that just kind of happens? Um, what is it? I think for. I think there's two spectrums you can take shoot this in. I think on one side, um, you could say that like people, some people, like some people just got it. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, like literally, just just have that that talent. You know, they mm-hmm. they, they have that soul. Okay. Um, some some people work for it, right? So some people like just have, um, what's it called? Like some people like. like train day in day out just to try and, and get it I think a lot of it is a talent um, thing um, as well as as well as just, just as well as intention I think it's I think it's based on talent and intention right and I say talent because I, as I said you know some people just, just have it um, and I say um, intention because some people like literally intend to make music that is uh, timeless, right? They literally intend to, to to be a part, be a part of these songs, be a part of these these conversations about being the greatest and whatnot. So, I think that you can train to have like, like some soul or whatnot, like like you just work it. But I think a lot of it is really just talent. Like there's some people who who could probably sing, right? But like there are some people who can sing. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And I think that's where the soul comes in, right? The people who can sing versus the people who can sing. Nothing wrong with people who can sing, because, I mean, they can sing. But it's just singing, then, I mean. Yeah, but what does, what what is singing? Like, like, what is singing versus singing? Like, who, I guess, what would you, you, or could you give us an example? What What is it? Well, I would say singing with an A is like more of a passionate way. Uh-huh. Versus singing is like you trained your way to do it. Okay. So give me an example. I mean, we got, give me an example okay. of your verses. Um, um, let's see. Beyonce can sing. To me, Beyonce can sing. Mm-hmm. But Jennifer Hudson can sing circles around her. Oh, you are not going to call the beehive on us today. Yeah, about to no, sir. Do not get us canceled out here. <laughs> Yo. Are you serious? Are you threatened <laughs> by an opinion? No, I'm threatened by the beehive. And what, they, <laughs> and what they might uh, send to me on Twitter. They are a dangerous group of people, and uh, I, don't want, I don't want them problems, man. They are not to be taken lightly. Like, yeah, no, no, no. no. But let's use another example, please. <laughs> I, I I do get what you're saying, though. Um, yeah. Because, but, but I think this goes to our, our our point in earlier about what was John saying about it depending. Like, it, at the end of the day, it is kind of an opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like it, like, it he, like he all... said, he thinks Jennifer Hudson can sing circles around Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is there people who, who I feel can sing better than Beyonce? Honestly, I think there are some people, I'd say there are people who sound better, right? Um, like we said with, with singing, singing comes with like training, right? So I think Beyonce has trained well enough so she, she can sing. Well. sing yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she can sing and she can sing, but she, she can sing. I do feel that people can sound better than Beyonce. Though. I, I will say that. You know, so I think it's still opinionated. So, all right, we're exploring this. Let's, I mean, let, let, let's let's explore this a little bit deeper. Then it's uh, almost like it's almost like something on Facebook I saw. Who's the better performer, Beyonce or Michael Jackson? And there were people who were swearing up and down Beyonce was a better performer than Michael Jackson. Uh, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how? 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 I think she's well on her way, but no, I, I'm to me. It depends on the generation. I can I can understand that, but Michael Jackson was ahead of his time. Beyonce just followed the time and just made it better. But I mean, doesn't I don't know? Isn't that like an example of becoming a better? I mean, better than that. Uh, no, it's that? like it's almost like it's either you got it, and you don't need. I'm not gonna say you don't need training, but you need less training than the one who actually needed it versus like you got to work to get there because you didn't naturally have it like somebody else did. Um, yeah. Um, I think so too. I think, I think at the end of the day, it just depends on 
when it when it comes to song, I, th- I think it, I think it, a lot of it has to do with with, with attention. Like, do you, how do you intend to sound to to these people? Like, what's the what's the message you're trying to convey? What what's in it for you in the long run in this music game, right? Because like, right. you mentioned like cash grabs, right? I think cash grab songs are club songs. That's that's my opinion. I think any club song is a cash grab song. I think, um, yeah, I think uh, just, just any any cash grab song, any like radio song, I think is is honestly a cash grab song. Well, most radio songs are just simply cash grabs, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of them are just about being popular, right? Like for instance, um, Drake, love Drake, great great artist. I personally think that he he does a lot of cash grabbing when it comes to his uh, music. He's good at it. He, he's very good at it. He, he's very he's he's good at finding what's popular, and, and he's real good at at um at, at making people love it. He, he's good, real good at that. I I'll be honest with you. I'd have to say I kind of disagree with you. Really? Um, yeah. And I only say, and I say that because, like, I can understand for, like, his singles, you being like that, but his, his, his whole, songs are nice, though. The songs are nice, but his whole, like, his whole body of work, there's, there is a lot to it. Now, don't get me wrong, I do find it weird sometimes that Drake is always acting like he's from every country in the damn world. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like... I, I, I could attest to that. It's kind of weird. But, like, I think that listening to him as far as his singles versus his, his actual songs, like, on the album, there's a completely different feel to that. Uh-huh. So, okay. I so, mean, yeah. I'm, but you know what? I I can agree to that. Um, uh, I I can agree. I th- I think he, I think he does a lot better on albums in terms of like body of work because let me tell you, like uh, timeless and and this doesn't really involve soul because I think soul is, has a lot to do with singing versus like uh-huh. just, just like rap. But but e- but even <laughs> even then, I mean, like uh. Well, even like you, you can say like Drake, Drake, Drake got a lot of soul because you know for a minute he was like one of the only like rappers that was like both singing, singing. and rapping. Yeah, right. Like I mean, he he did both, and people clammed it for for a minute. But then after a while, like you noticed that you know he started getting a little better. He started getting like a lot better runs, uh, just a lot a lot better tracks. He just started singing more, and I think he really developed. This is this is one of the. Uh, this is where I say you can really develop soul because I think like he he really like worked that that in it. like he he didn't he didn't stop because people said no you can't do it. just just rap just rap just rap even today there are people who like you know I would rather hear Drake rap than hear him sing um, there's some instances where I'd rather hear him rap but even so I think he's developed uh, in a way where he had he now has soul so where if, if you know Drake singing on a track. You're not fit to question it. Like it's gonna be like, oh, this, this is probably gonna be fire. Drake, you got Drake 
You got Drake singing? All right, then let's go. Let's hit it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, but I, but even even still, I as I say that, uh, like you was explaining, Steph, a lot of his singles, I believe, are just what they are, like cash grabs. You know, because I mean, again, it's it's you, you see it. Yeah. And, and you also hear it because it's like, like for instance, um, nice for what? It's like, come on, come on, yo, really. But whenever they play it, everybody knows it. Yeah, because so you got I mean, mixed when you got it, you know. I mean, it's a popular song. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Like if it hits, it hits. And I and that's and I think that's where I'm at. Like, there, I don't know. If that's enough for me, because I think when I'm thinking about this question, I think back, I I think back to when I was a kid, right? And, you know, snap rap was really popular and shit, right? So during that era, there were a lot of songs from Lil Jon, Yang Yang Twins, all these niggas and stuff, but at this point in my life, there are only a couple of those songs that I can that I think to myself like, "Yo, that that song I can still listen to. That song will still hit the same way that it did." Okay. And I mean, even now, there are songs that that'll come out like. Uh, I, I can't even remember it. There are songs from the baby that I'm like, I at, at that moment they're like, okay, yeah. But now I, I can't even remember the name of half of them songs. Okay. And at, on, in that same breath, I could say, yo, I'm, I can still pull back out uh, some T Pain songs that I'm like still jamming to this day. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it also has to do with um, evolution, too. You know? Like you can tell, um, you can tell if an artist is just a cash grab artist if, or, yeah, you, 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 you can tell if an artist is just cash grabbing if, uh, depending on, like, how they've progressed, you know, throughout um their stay within the entertainment industry, right? Um, I'll give I'll give a good example um, or a personal example. So for me, um, I, Chris Brown fan, right? I, like, let me let me some, uh, some Chris Brown music, right? Make makes you want to get up and dance. My issue now is that I don't hear anything but club music, or 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 just that that, that, that just just ratchet. Um, Russian singy clubby music, and I'm just not I'm not for that. Like where I got that at, at a time, like okay, that was, was popping. Like okay, you did like, an album or two of, of you know 40, 50, 60 songs, sounding the same, right? That's great. But now 
it's like at this point in age, 2020 is like, where's the substance? You know, yeah. like, 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 where, like, where's the work that, that, that made you famous? Like, I'm talking, excuse me, miss. I'm talking like off the wall. I'm talking a new flame, right? Like, so, like songs like that. Um, that song he did with Little Dirk, Freaky Friday. Like songs like that. Like you, you can tell like he, he just has some soul. Like I mean, people went crazy over Chris Brown's part, and it wasn't even his song. He literally, and it wasn't even technically in the grandiose or the lore of the video. It wasn't even technically him singing. It was Little Dirk and Chris Brown's body, right? Right. Are you talking about Little Dicky? Oh, D- Dicky, not Little Dirk. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dicky, Dicky. Um, <laughs> Dirk, D- Dicky, look, D, D, Little D, Big D, all D. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> but look, I, I say again, I say all that uh, just just to say, like, it wasn't, it wasn't even him, like, really doing the lyrics per se, like, per per the lore of the video, right? You know, Freaky Friday, that, that movie. Um, it was Little Little Dirk be playing as Chris Brown, right? Right. Um, but you but you saw just how Pete uh, when that video dropped. Just how many people were just like, oh my God, Chris, you are just so amazing. I just, ah. And it's like, where I'm like, yeah, he's an amazing performer, amazing singer. Where's the soul in his work? Like, I, you see it here, but why not in your other stuff? Like, this song was so amazing that it got people to really start putting in your status as a legendary. Like this is when people started really talking about Chris Brown as a, like a legendary artist, quote unquote. But for me, yeah. you know, as a fan, as an avid listener, it's like, where's where is that level of work? Where's all that soul in everything else? Like I'm tired, it's just me tired being tired of hearing the same, uh, the same sound. You know, that's not soulful to me. When you sound the same for like five years straight. Right, uh-huh. like no, I don't expect I don't expect you to um, to just change outright and just like be like Little Wayne, go from rapping to rock and to from rock to pop and then back to rock and then back to pop and back to rap. You know what I'm saying? I don't expect you to just change genres, but I expect an evolution somewhere. You know, I expect right. I expect some place where that I can tell that hey, like you're elevating your music, that you're especially especially if you're a singer. Right, like rap, rap, rap is one thing, but if you're a singer, like people are gonna get tired of hearing your voice uh, eventually. You have to be able to grow, I think, you know. And that, that's that's what that's what tells me you're a cat, you're a cash grab. You're just producing nothing but club albums, club music. It's fun, but what about the people who don't club? You know, what about the people who just don't do that or don't want to listen to that type of music every day? who like you, right? Where's, where's all that other stuff? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can agree. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's going to be it for us on what's on, I mean, not what's on the video, but uh, <laughs> that's going to be it for Couch Talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. We're, going, we're about to get up out of here, y'all. But before we do, you know, uh, let's do, we're going to do a debate your mamas. Guys, y'all got some debate your mamas tonight? I do. I do. Okay. And I saw it today and, like, yesterday. 
a little bit of today, and I'm y'all. The, the blurred in me is gonna is gonna come out. Okay, it's, it's gonna come out. So, for all my fellow gamers and anime folks out there, um, th- th- this this goes out to y'all. This is for y'all. So, for you guys who don't know, you know, anime or or, or people who don't you know play games, right? Um, there are these iconic um, people, characters, right? Um, in the anime world, anime fandom, uh, two of these um, very iconic and very influential um, shows, characters are going to be Dragon Ball Z, is Goku, and Naruto's Naruto, right? Now, on the other side, uh, where the games are, people who are more so focused on games, there are there's a very, very influential game out there and that is called Final Fantasy VII. Now this is what really sparked um, games and ro- moved us to like, you know, the 3D stuff that we see now. Because before this, like, a lot of the games were just 2D, right? But Final Fantasy VII is when we started to uh, really get um, the, 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 the type of games we are now, right? Or that we're accustomed to now. We don't do a lot of 2D now, we do 3D. So in the group I'm in, I saw this versus battle. And it was versus Sephiroth and Madara. And let me tell you something. DBZ people are toxic. I will admit, as a DBZ fan, but Naruto fans have got to be retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. You can't say that, dog. That is... That is not PC. <laughs> it's 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 not. But I, look, I'm sorry. It, it's just facts. Because listen, we have like you'll have people who will, who will be diehard fans for for said character saying, "Oh, they can do such and such." When in reality, your char- your your favorite character is bottom tier. Like we have people here saying that model someone like Sephiroth, Sephiroth, the one wing angel, the man who. Set an attack and destroyed a whole entire solar system. I mean, we're look, talking about a man who literally is planet planet level. Okay, like he's the offspring of an alien who is who was whose whole mission was to eat planets, versus a ninja who's just mad that you know the people who who look like him are suffering oppression. Which again is okay. It's I'm I'm fine. Fight your battle, just not this one. Okay. Just not this one. Sorry, but Naruto fans, diehard Naruto fans, are idiots. Bait your mom, not me. Sorry, <laughs> Naruto fans are stupid. They're foolish, <laughs> and they need to be uh, humble. Uh, the only thing that I'm going to say about that is I mostly agree with you. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I can understand why people would try to make that argument because they were like, you know, because they're like meteor versus meteors. No, 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 no. You, you can't because it, it was, this move is called supernova. That's not a meteor. That is a, that is a star blowing up in your face. Hey, man, listen. All I do... It's like Goku beating Superman. It's not possible. It's not happening. As much as I want it to happen, it's just not. It's... 
<laughs> yeah, hey, I don't want no parts of this. I don't really care about the uh, the Naruto fans like that anyways, you know. As far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm One Piece all day, so don't matter. <laughs> one Piece is too long. Hey, man. You should have joined us when you had the chance. Now it's too late. It is. It's fine. You it's you fine. can still you can still come. You can still come along. You can still get on the, the boat. And and you, you can still ride out with us. You can be a pirate. But it's gonna take you a while. Probably uh, it's, it's, and, and that and that's the reason right there. That's I mean, why like it's just uh I, I I I honestly at the end of the day I would rather just wait. I'd rather just wait for everything just to just to just to be done. Like let the season be done and then I'll just binge it for like ten years. And mm-hmm. have to watch. Hey man, listen. Oda is a king. He, he has worked very hard on this show for over 20 years, and yeah. We love it. Anyways, Ooh. don't worry about it. If you're not here for One Piece, you don't, you, it don't matter to y'all. But if you want to know, he is the author of One Piece. He's the person that created One Piece. He's the person that's been writing One Piece all this time. And continues to write One Piece. One of the hardest working men in manga. I digress. John, you got one? Uh, debate your mama, not me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tad bit controversial, but, you know, epic. So, I was on YouTube the other day, and there was a topic that randomly came on my feed saying reasons to not chase women, right? Now, their their topics were a bit like, eh, it's kind of like, it depends on who you talk to, how you were raised. But the majority of it was basically saying, you don't chase women because you're supposed to be the leader. And by the, the word of chasing, means something is running away from you, not towards you. And the best way to get... Um, uh, in this sense, a relationship with a woman is to never chase her and handle your dreams and do all the other stuff that has nothing to do with her. Because quite frankly, she's probably doing the same thing for herself. She's not necessarily focused on you unless she's one of the thirsty ones. And but when the guy said it, it sound, the way he described it, it sounded a little bit controversial, but I kind of agree with it. Um, for those men who are chasing women, and wanting to be in a relationship, so on and so forth, you're doing yourself a disservice because the more you focus on her, the less you are focusing on your dream. Debate your mama, not me. Uh, yeah, I could agree. With, I could agree with that. You know, you never want to chase. Um, you know, to all to all my my fellow brothers, um, one of the best things I think that you can ever do is focus on getting your money because these women gonna come, bro. The, yeah. the woman, the woman will come. A suit, like you get your money, the woman will come. You, 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 you risk 
hurting yourself even more by trying to impress women who don't really even like you like that at this point in time. No? Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll be here. Yep. They will never leave. They will never leave. They will be here. Um All right. Uh I I have one. It's not super controversial. Um Debate your mama, not me. Uh so listen. I know I've already talked about this, but hey, Target, give me my PS5. Wow. Wow. You really went there. <laughs> I just want it, babe. I just want like, it. Like, wow. <laughs> That's a debate for mama, really? I, I'm sorry. It's not a debate for mama. It's an absolute fucking fact. <laughs> give me my PS5. Um, no, but honestly, I do have a debate your mama, and it is, it, it is this. Um, so real quick for the ladies, uh, just wanted to let y'all know something. Um, if you want to get back at a man for something that he's done to you in the past. Whether he um, disrespected you, like cheated on you, or led you on, or something like that. Um, listen, the way to do that is not to destroy his property. Right? <laughs> that is, that's not the way to go about this. There are other ways. There are other ways. You know, make him jealous. Start a rumor. Tell tell every fine girl that he sees that his dick is little. I don't know. Wow. That's that's kind of, that's body shaming. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) hey. We don't do that here. But here's the thing, though. Destroying a man's property only makes you liable for legal actions to come against you. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's it. You destroy you, you you destroy a game system, guess what? You can get sued for a game system. You break windows and slash tires, guess what? You can get sued for that. And then what? You stuck not only in a litig you, you stuck in a legal battle and you lose that legal battle. So you're not only on the fence for the damages that you have caused this man, but you're also on the fence for court fees and lawyer fees and things like that. All types of shit. True story. There are better ways to get back at people 
than destroying their stuff. Now, I thank y'all again for coming out, kicking it with us on Room 903. Um, You can follow the podcast on Instagram and and Twitter at Room 903 Pod. Um, Josh, tell the folks where they can find you at. Man, y'all can find me at mostly every and all social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everyone's going to be uh, step toe, right? That's S T E P double underscore T O E. Find me anywhere, everywhere. All right. You can find Josh. I mean, sorry, not Josh. You can find John at Jay Sonata on everything. He on Instagram, he on Twitter. Look him up, man. He be out here making music and shit. And you can find me, um, Mr. Better Than That. On Instagram and Big Steph in the building on Twitter. We'll catch y'all next week, y'all. Till then, stay safe. Keep a mask on. Be easy, y'all. Peace. Later.